Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is A Little More Each Day. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today ready to receive what you have for us and to put it to use in our lives. Father, you're so good. You're so merciful. You're so loving, Father. So we choose to be a bright light in this world, Father. We love you and praise you. We're ready to receive from you today, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about the focus on a little more each day. I've been so blessed in my life many times to hear that still, small voice, the Holy Spirit inside of me. In John 10, 3, Jesus says, The sheep hear his voice and pay attention to it. And folks, all of God's promises are activated by faith. So I've had faith to hear God's still small voice inside for many years now. One of the things that God said to me a number of years ago is, Son, it's a little more each day. Wow, that still goes off in my spirit when I think about that revelation from God to me. And when God said that, I knew exactly what he meant and what he didn't mean. And what I mean by that is he was telling me to grow in my walk with him a little more each day. Love him more, serve him more, praise him more, read my Bible more. For example, we are not going to be the next Billy Graham the day we get born again. No, we get fed by the word of God, renewing our mind with the word, the washing of the word, learning how to discipline our flesh. It is a process. It takes time. We grow in the things of God. What God did not mean when he said that to me was that I would grow a little more each day and finally get to a point when I could maybe go to heaven. No, no, no. That is totally unscriptural. The Word of God says if we confess Jesus with our mouth and with our heart and receive him as our Lord and Savior, we'll be saved. That if we confess Jesus before men, that he'll confess us to the Father. Once we have that born-again experience and we're saved, we just have to choose to continue in him, to not walk away from him, thereby rejecting him as our Lord and Savior. So I want to make sure I balance what God said to me. We don't earn our salvation. We receive it by faith and confession with our mouth and our heart. But we grow in our walk with God a little more each day. If, if we choose to do so, to be a greater blessing to those around us, to lead more people through the help of the Holy Spirit to Jesus. Sadly, we can also choose to stay as a baby Christian and never grow up. Let's not choose that path. Let's start today in Luke chapter 13 from the Amplified Bible. Call to repent. Verse 1, just at that time, some people came who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate, the governor, had mixed with their sacrifices. 2, Jesus replied to them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they have suffered in this way? 3, I tell you, no, but unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways, and live changed lives, you will all likewise perish. Folks, as humans, we like to classify sins into categories, but sin is sin to God. And Jesus said to everyone, unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, 
turn from your old sinful ways and live changed lives, we will all likewise perish. We are not going to grow a little more each day living for the devil and playing Christianity. We can't earn a thing. Jesus paid for it. We just accept it by faith. Four, or do you assume that those 18 on whom the Tower of Siloam fell and killed were worse sinners than all the others who live in Jerusalem? Five, I tell you no, but unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways and live changed lives, you will all likewise perish. My friends, Jesus is trying to get the attention of all mankind. Unless we repent, change our old way of thinking, and turn from our sinful ways and live changed lives, we will all likewise perish. And repenting before another God, a false God, is not repentance. Now the parable of the fig tree, verse 6. Then he began telling them this parable. A certain man had a fig tree that had been planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it, but he did not find any. Seven, so he said to the vineyard keeper, For three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and have found none. Cut it down. Why does it even use up the ground, depleting the soil and blocking the sunlight? Eight, but he replied to them, Let it alone, sir, just one more year until I dig around it and put in fertilizer. Nine, if it bears fruit after this, fine, but if not, cut it down. Folks, God is so merciful, but judgment will eventually come to those that don't receive Jesus. For those of us that have, we are expected to produce fruit in our lives. The most important part of that is helping others receive Jesus, just like we did. Healing on the Sabbath, verse 10. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who for 18 years had had an illness caused by a spirit, demon, she was bent double and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are released from your illness. Then he laid his hands on her, and immediately she stood erect again, and she began glorifying and praising God. But the leader of the synagogue was indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath began saying to the crowd in response, There are six days in which work ought to be done, so come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Fifteen, but the Lord replied to him, You hypocrites, play actors and pretenders. Pause. My friends, Jesus is warning us here, don't be a hypocrite or a play actor or a pretender. Don't pretend to be a Christian and just warm up a church pew with your rear end on Sundays. That is what these religious people were like, all caught up in rules but missing the most important part, love. Now continuing, does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? And this woman, a daughter, descendant of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for 18 long years, should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath day? 17. As he was saying this, all his opponents were being humiliated, and the entire crowd was rejoicing over all the glorious things that were being done by him. Parable of the Mustard Seed and Leaven, verse 18. So this led him to say, What is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? 
19. It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his own garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the sky found shelter and nested in its branches. Folks, in Israel, mustard seed was the smallest known seed, but it grew to become a huge tree that birds could find shelter in. That is how our faith can grow, a little more each day, by spending time with God, spending time in the Word of God, spending time praising God. Folks, just a little more each day. Now let's go to verse 22. Jesus journeyed on through cities and villages, teaching and making his way towards Jerusalem. And someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved from the penalties of the last judgment? And he said to them, 24, strive to enter through the narrow door, force aside unbelief and the attractions of sin. For many, I tell you, will try to enter by their own works and will not be able. My friends, Jesus just said what we were talking about before. We cannot enter by our own works. We enter the narrow gate by receiving Jesus' free gift to us by confessing him with our heart as Lord and Savior. 25. Once the head of the house gets up and closes the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock on the door again and again, saying, Lord, open to us, then he will answer you, I do not know where you are from, for you are not of my household. 26. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. Folks, this applies to many church folks today going to sinful churches that promote sin, telling people it's okay to sin. They say, no problem. These churches have left Jesus, who is the word of God. Unless they repent and turn to Jesus, they will be knocking at the door saying, Lord, open the door. Verse 27, but he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. In that place, there will be weeping in sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth in distress and anger. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but yourselves being thrown out and driven away. My friends, this is a sad end for those that choose the world's ways to support the world's definition of marriage and the world's ways to eliminate and destroy children, etc. 29, and people will come from the east and west and from the north and south, and they will sit down and feast at the table at the kingdom of God. Folks, but those of us that choose to receive Jesus and live for him and grow a little more each day, that is not being lukewarm for God. It's growing in him to be a bright light in this evil world. Let's all just keep our focus and grow a little more each day in our walk with God. Let's pray. Father, we choose to walk with you, Father. And we choose to, to know a little bit more about you every day, Father. To seek you more. Seek your word. Seek your face, Father. We repent when we haven't done that and choose to do so moving forward. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember... Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.